All right. Good morning, guys. We are here. It is um, Monday night for us. Tuesday morning for you guys. Let me turn this fan off because I have no idea if the mic is picking that fan up. But uh, here we are, man. Here we are, the house. And as you know, we're still recovering uh, with COVID. Sharon finally tested negative. Um, I didn't want to waste the test, so I'm going to wait till tomorrow to test myself or today for you guys. Um, Abraham tested positive still. And, uh, you know, we've just been here at the house, just uh, really resting. And uh, it's probably going to be a short video because, like, I'll be fine. But then if I talk too much, I'll start coughing. And it's kind of hard to stop coughing. Um, you know, I will say this. At this time, having COVID is nothing like the first time I had it. I mean, Sharon both had COVID and I think, uh, 21, April of 21. And, um, but still, nevertheless, you know, it takes a lot out of you. Body hurts and you're just tired. Um, and uh, anyways, um, I did want to do a devotion, although I want to get right into it before I start talking a whole lot. And uh, thank you. First of all, thank you guys, man. So many people were watching our Sunday service, and we really appreciate it, you know. And um, can't wait to see all of you uh, again this Sunday. So anyways, in Ephesians chapter 5, I wanted to talk about this verse. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8. Um, I'm not sure how far we'll go, so let's read it. It says... For you were once darkness. So Paul is writing to Christians. And he says, you were once darkness. So he's saying, so obviously he's talking about people that are saved. He says, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Um, and then, yeah, let's keep going. Finding out, verse 11, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord, verse 11, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret, but all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light. For whatever makes manifest is light. <clears throat> 14. Therefore, he says, awake you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. You know, so, you know, right out the gate, how it starts off, he's letting the believer know you're not in darkness anymore. You used to be in darkness. Quit saying you're in darkness. If you have surrendered your life to the Lord... Um, don't go to a place of other believers that tells you that you're still in darkness. Because if you were in the dark, and now you're still in the dark, then what did Christ save you from? That makes no sense. You know, but it does say this. He says, you were once in darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. <clears throat> but now you are light in the Lord. So it doesn't say that you are light. It says you are light in the Lord because the Lord is the light. He's the only light. Like we're, 
I remember one time sharing that we are like the moon. The moon unto itself has no light. So when we have a full moon, we're literally seeing the, 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 the light of the sun. It's just a reflection of the sun. Think about that. <clears throat> I don't know if, you know, maybe some of you live in the city. You don't notice how dark, dark really is. But those of you can live out in the country or, you know, not in a big city. Um, when the moon is not out and you're going through old country roads, it is pitch black. You can't see nothing. You could tar- turn your headlights off and you see nothing. But when there's a full moon, you could drive. It's so bright, you could drive with your lights off, honestly. I mean, it's not safe. I would never recommend that, but you can. Because the moonlight is so bright and that moon has no light unto itself is because of the sun. So the sun shines into the darkness of our nighttime because of the moon. You know, so um, for you were once darkness, but now you are light in the world. Walk as children of light. You know, and for me, this this um, this is interesting to me because... I don't know why, and, and I'm, I'm speaking for myself. I can't speak for everybody. Um, but, you know, the way that I knew that God was changing me, or God had changed me, was because I didn't want to do the same things I did before. Because I did a lot of things in a life of darkness. And, and when God came into my life, I had no interest anymore. You know, like, like I trip out because sometimes... Even as believers, sometimes they could get together and talk about how much dope they used to sell or how much this they used to have or how many girls they used to have. And I'm just like, why are you talking? <coughs> why are you talking about that? We're not from darkness anymore. It says here, you're from the light, so walk as children of light. You know, so it's like, that's why, like, uh, even when I share my testimony, um, I I try not to draw too much attention to my old life. I I understand it's necessary, especially when I go and share with a lot of non-believers. Like when I went on the Tony A show, for instance, or you name it, whatever these YouTube channels, you know, I understand that they want to hear my life before. But I'm always going to make my life now outshine the old. Because I don't ever want somebody to take my story and, and, and make it an encouragement to live a, a, a lifestyle of darkness. You know? And I, anytime I share my story, it is not to brag. It is literally to share how lost I was when the Lord found me. You know? And... um. He says, you were once darkness, but now you are light in the world. Walk as children of light. You know, and, and, and then it goes down to the verse 11. I'm not going to read all of it. But verse 11 says, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. This, see, no, don't get this wrong, right? Don't, don't ever become the Christian that you feel like you're too good to be around your old friends. There's other reasons why you shouldn't be around your old friends. 
But don't ever let it be the reason because now that you're a Christian, you think you're too good. That is the wrong reason to stay away. There is other reasons. Number one, you need to build yourself up, but you need to build yourself up as a believer. You need to strengthen your own foundation. You need to um, allow time for the Lord to mature you. See, those are reasons to stay away from some old friends or whatnot or negative friends. But this is something different, right? This is saying have no fellowship with the unfruitful works. Have no fellowship, right? And have no partnership with, with works that are in darkness. Have no part of that. You know, um, believe it or not, um, when I was incarcerated, I've heard people tell me like that they are Christians, they are believers, but they're going to still sell dope when they got out. They said, man, we're Christians and they're believers, but they're still, if a riot jumps off, they're still going to ride with the homeboys. Like stuff like that, you know? And I'm just like, did, did you not read this verse here? You know? And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them? <clears throat> you know? And um, I've had people tell me even inside, Oh, so, so you're not going to, you know, uh, ride with the homies or this or that. I'm like, what kind of a Christian would I be? I'd be a hypocrite, wouldn't I? I wouldn't be a follower of the word. So what, I'm supposed to be afraid of what people are going to do? Jesus says something. He says, don't be afraid of the one that can destroy your body, but the one that can destroy your body and your soul. We got to stand. We got to stand for Jesus. And that's it. There's no half-stepping. There's no wishy-washy. There's no straddling the fence. Jesus says, if he who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is not fit for my kingdom, Jesus says. You know, so you can't be with the brothers or the sisters on Sunday and be doing the same things of, as of your friends during the week. It doesn't work like that. You know, and you know, there's some people that I care about that I just can't be around them. You know, if I see them, I don't shine them on. I'll never shine somebody on. I'll never, I have never shined an old homeboy on. I ran into old homeboys at the store, at, at the funerals, at family gatherings, you know, I mean, you know, uh, at weddings. Uh, there's different times, different moments where I've ran into, and I don't shine them on, never. Matter of fact, I, I give them a hug and, you know, I talk to them and, and see how they're doing, and I invite them to the church. I invite them to, to fellowship, you know, and that's it. I don't go sit there and be like, oh, man, we, we need to hang out. Let's barbecue. And, and then it turns into this whole reminiscing of what we used to do. You know, there's a fine line of that, you know, and, and especially if I know that a lot of them are still not living right. Maybe they're living illegally. And what, I'm going to get caught up. You know, um, we have to be wise, you know, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. You know, I'm not sure what was going on in the Ephesian church. I could take a guess. I'm wondering, and I probably study this, but I just can't remember it right now. 
But in, in the city of Ephesus was a, one, one of the biggest um, temples to Artemis. And um, Artemis was a, a goddess that they worship. And if, if I recall correctly, a lot of the people that would worship Artemis, the women would uh, prostitute themselves or something like that as a, as a form of sacrifice to that goddess. So I'm wondering... I'm curious if the people there, when Paul is writing to the Ephesian church, if he's writing things, because here's the thing, it could go both ways, I'm not just picking on women, because maybe there was women that were still kind of stuck in their old ways and, and doing the things that they used to do for Artemis, but then they would serve God. But here's the thing, those women couldn't do nothing unless there's men there purchasing what it is they were offering. So the men, were they doing something in darkness. And Paul is saying, listen, you are no longer of darkness. You're children of light. So walk in that light. You know, and you know, he goes, uh, have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Like if this is, he basically is like, man, if this is happening in the church here in Ephesus, then you got to call it out. Because it's gonna. What's gonna do is it's gonna rot the church from the core, you know. And um, and he even says he don't even want to say the things they were doing. Verse twelve says, "For it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret." But all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light. For whatever makes manifest is light. Therefore he says, "Awake, you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light." So, you know, uh, I know this is a short video. You can tell I'm already congested, so I'm having a hard time talking right now. Um, but uh, I hope this verse gave you something to think about. It's a, it's, a, it's a passage, an important passage, and he's talking to a specific time and moment in the city of Ephesus. But I think this fits a lot of us today. And we just have to be very careful. You are in the light. You are no longer in darkness, so we need to walk that out. You know, um, a frog, before it forms its legs, a sapo in Spanish, um, it be, it's a tadpole first. It's like a little fish. And um, as it matures, it grows legs, the back legs, and then finally the other legs, and then it turns into a full frog. Imagine that frog one day deciding it wants to swim with the tadpoles. And the tadpoles will be like, what are you doing? You're not one of us anymore. It's the same thing. You have changed. You are not that which you were. We can use the same thing with, with a worm that goes into a cocoon, becomes a butterfly, and the butterfly one, one day decides that it wants to go into the dirt like a worm again. But it's out of its environment now because you are not that anymore. You have been changed. You've been transformed. You've been found righteous. You have been cleansed by the blood of Jesus. So walk in that. Walk in that. You know, when you were in sin, you walked in sin proudly. Well, now that you're in the light, walk in light proudly. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. Uh, I'm really excited about this coming week because I will be on the Tony A show. I will be on a... a, a Brother's show um, titled Live Live All the Way Live. 
and then I will be on American Cholo, all like back to back to back next week. Uh, so anyways, with that, guys, God bless you. I'm just still here recovering. Um, I feel great other than this little bit of congestion. It's kind of bugging me. Uh, so, uh, but it's nothing bad. It's just, I feel it right here, you know? So anyways, guys, God bless you. Thank you so much. And I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.